Well, welcome and hello. My name is Mark Giroux, and I am a minister of uh, the Jesus Christ CEO Institute, and I'm founder of Uncompromising Financial. And today I want to talk to you about a message that God's putting on my heart, not so much a teaching, but just what God, the way he's working in my life. And that is about uh, that transformation. If we truly want to see transformation, then we need to live a life of sacrificial love. And so um, if you're like me, you're probably wondering, like, why, why are we not seeing more greater transformation in lives around us, in our communities, and our families? Um, why, why are we just not uh, seeing our nation change in, in, in uh, these entities and, and things around us? And so um, as we look at that, I think of an example in the 1980s of a small town called Al, um, Alamanga, um, Guatemala, which was a poor town. It was uh, just filled with alcoholism, and um, the, the people there were just uh, being destroyed. And one of the pastors said, um, we've, got to, we've got to take a stand. We've got to stand for Christ, and we've got to make a difference. And so he began doing that. He began praying. And others joined him, and um, all of a sudden they be began to see radical change to where so many people began giving their lives to Christ. Um, um, people were delivered from alcoholism. Um, people were um, actually the, the crime, which was rampant in the town, became almost non-existent. The sheriff actually uh, ran out of—he became unemployed because there was so little crime, and they had to close the jail. And then from an economic standpoint, um, they, they were in poverty. They were struggling before this change happened and to where they would maybe have one truckload of vegetables and fruit that they would harvest, that they'd bring to the city to sell. And after this occurred, they were, they were uh, sending um, one to two truckloads every day to sell. And God began to just bless the land and, and the people began to flourish and we see, we just saw just tremendous change um, in lives in an entire community. And so um, we're like, why are we not seeing more of that in, in our lives? And especially um, if the power of Christ is in us. In Ephesians 1, 19 and 20 says it so well. It says, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. And so if this power is, this power is available to us. And so the question I've been asking is like, why is my life not producing more fruit? Or why are we not seeing a greater change? And it would be easy for me to, to, to look out there and say, well, it's a problem with the church in America, but I need to start with me. I need to really start with questioning uh, my own life. And so as I do that, um, <clears throat> one example is I have the gift of evangelism. I'm pretty consistently aware of people around me that need to come to know Christ and pretty consistently aware of if they don't come to know Christ, the eternal uh, consequences of that, of living for eternity, 
apart from Christ and in the torment and agony of having to pay the price for their sins because of their refusal to accept Christ's sacrifice for their sins. Um, so I'm pretty, I pretty frequently will tell people about Christ and share the good news and share the gospel. But what I realize is that not that many people have come to Christ when I've shared that. And so I've really thought about that more. And, and um, what I've learned is that, you know, when just cold, hard facts are presented to people, it tends to harden them. It tends to um, make them defensive and tend to want to just defend what they already believe. And so just presenting facts, what God is showing me is not enough. And there is a quote, <clears throat> there's a quote by um, Tim Keller, the pastor Tim Keller, that says, truth without love is harshness. It gives us information, in, but in such a way that we cannot really hear it. And so as I've been thinking about this and as, uh, as I've joined the Institute, the Jesus Christ CEO Institute, and have become equipped, my life has become so much more effective in living for Christ and, uh, and, 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 and has produced so much more fruit. And one of the things that I've learned is what it means to be an authentic disciple. So I'm going to read you this definition of an, of an authentic disciple, which is a person who habitually lives a self-sacrificial life, abiding in the living person of Jesus Christ, baptized with power, a disciple lives an experiential lifestyle in communion with the Holy Spirit, manifesting mighty acts of love, faith, gifts, and signs, confirming their discipleship. And so what God's been showing me is that if I want to see transformation beginning in my own life, um, in my family, and in my community, then I need to be willing to live a life, a sac self-sacrificial lifestyle. And um, so, um, and so one of the things that I thought was, you know, what, I want to look and see just how important is the concept of love to God. How, how do we how do we see that in His Word? And as I did a search, I, I saw that. Um, well, well, before I, I do that, I, there's there's a scripture that I want to read, which is Ephesians five one, and it's in five one and two. It says, "Imitate God." So this this is what God's really put on my heart. Imitate God, therefore, in everything that you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. And so um, as I looked in the, in the Word of God to see, first I looked at how many times is love mentioned in the New Testament? And depending on which translation you look at, it's mentioned approximately 450 times in the New Testament, which is an average of 17 times uh, in each book of the New Testament. Um, so we can see that that love is such an important concept to God. And, <clears throat> and so um, I believe that God wants us, um, so, so, so then I looked at, okay, what are some of the scriptures that speak to us about love? And in the Old Testament, in, Ju in Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 6, uh, it says, Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is our God, the Lord alone. 
and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your strength. And then in Matthew 22, 36 through 40, um, it says, Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and great, greatest commandment. And the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then he says this pretty astonishing statement. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. And so, um, in order, for, I believe that in order for us to love well, we have to become secure in God's love. I think that is so important. And in fact, in fact, in um, Ephesians three nineteen, it says, "May you experience the love of Christ, not just hear about it." But may you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And so if we're going to live this um, experiential lifestyle, self-sacrificial lifestyle, and loving others in a sacrificial way that is going to bring transformation to our world, then I believe that it is so important that we become confident and secure in God's love. And, I, and for me personally, that has been challenging because I grew up in a family where I didn't feel that love. I didn't feel secure. I didn't feel safe. And so it's taken me a while to, um, to come to deal with those lies, to deal with those wounds, to deal with those hurts. And I believe that all of us, to some extent, it's so important that, that we do those things so that we renew our minds and we become rock-solid confident in God's love for us. And, um, and, and, and that is and, and one, of the, one of the big ways that I believe God works to, to heal us and to grow us and to give us that uh, strong sense of, 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 love, of His love that we can trust is by being in community. And that is one of the things that's been so powerful about being a Jesus Christ CEO is being in community with other believers, and through that community, we're able to live out and demonstrate God's love to one another. And that is such, yeah, that is so important to us, uh, I think, for all of us. And so, um, and so going back to this concept of, like, how are we going to really see the world change? How are we going to really see transformation? When we share the gospel how are we most likely to have people really hear and, and take it to heart? And so there's several scriptures uh, that God shows us. If you will do these things, the world will notice. The world, it will give the world the best opportunity to have a receptive heart. And it's not just stating facts. In John 13, 35 is the first one. It says, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. In John 17, 22, it says, May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. And in Matthew 5, 14 through 16, which is another verse that says that God shows us if, we, if you do this, the world's going to be more receptive 
in, in, in going to be and I'm going to be demonstrated to the world. It says in the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. So he mentions love, unity and good works. And every one of these requires a sacrificial love. Um, when it comes to unity, we know that uh, we have to have a sacrificial love to get along with others, to truly care about others, to let things go when uh, people hurt us or we disagree with someone over an issue that we may feel strongly about, um, that we have to let those things go and ask God to give us his power through the Holy Spirit to love well in order to, to have unity. And so that's one of the things that we really get to practice in, in our Jesus Christ CEO community. And then it says to do good deeds. And of course, that takes a sacrificial love to do what's in others' best interest um, and when it's not convenient for us. And so when we look at how Jesus actually lived out, um, uh, how, how he lived his life and how he, he impacted the world, uh, one of the scriptures that is, is really uh, helpful to see is Luke 4, 18 through 19. And this is right after Jesus was tested in the desert. And um, he's, this was his very first words as he began his ministry. And in essence, he's telling his mission statement, and it's in Luke 4, 18 through 19. It says, Jesus is very, Jesus, in, in 18, it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So when Christ came, he demonstrated a sacrificial love. He didn't just tell us, um, he, did, he didn't just tell us about the gospel. He demonstrated the gospel by taking an interest in knowing what was the deepest needs of each person and meeting those needs through miracles and acts of kindness and in and, and, and just the variety of ways that he ministered to those around him that demonstrated that he was truly the Christ. And so, um, Jesus is the perfect model for our lives, um, and he was able to trust God, his Father's love, the Heavenly Father's love, so much that he was even, even able to trust the, the Father's love, even on the cross. And I believe that that's where God wants us to get so that we can love effectively, so that we can truly see change in our lives, to just be a Christian and to just be kind of living a, a life of a Sunday Christian has no appeal to me. We want to see lives change. We want to see communities change. And God, and, and, and God is working in, in my heart to show me that I've got to make some changes to live differently for Him. Um, and so how is this, how am I living this out in a practical way? And um, I'll start with um, my son. My son is wayward. Um, I, I, uh, he doesn't communicate with me a lot. Um, and honestly, um, because of some of his struggles and because of sometimes the struggles I would have with him, 
uh, I would try to kind of avoid him. Uh, I'm, I'm ashamed to say, but I would really want to avoid him. And then God put it on my heart that, no, to love him with an, an unconditional love, with a consistency of love. And so even though I don't know exactly where he is, even though I don't hear from him very frequently, every week I call him and leave him a message and let him know that I love him. I'm here for him when he's ready and that he means so much to me. And so um, that is what God put on my heart, to live, to love him in a way that um, I really wasn't doing before. And I'm just praying that God is going to, and I'm believing God's going to transform his heart as he experiences Christ's love through me. Um, another example in my life is there's a couple of guys that are working on my home. We're doing a remodel. And so these guys are in my home every day. And it, it, I really have a heart for them to come to know Christ. And so uh, instead of just sharing information with them, I've decided I'm going to develop a relationship with these guys. And so every week I buy them lunch, we hang out together, I get to know them and, um, and hear about their lives and, and what's important to them. And I get to see them every day and connect with them. And I've ordered them Bibles. They're actually, they actually, their um, primary language is Spanish. So I've ordered them Bibles that are going to come in in a few weeks. I'm going to share the gospel with them. And I'm just praying that their hearts are going to be receptive because in some way that they have experienced the love of Christ through me and uh, in my attempts to really get to know about them and to care for them. And then as a, as a CEO, I also want to tell you how um, what God has put on my heart about loving others has completely changed my business. Uh, it's been... Uh, such a huge change because, to be honest, when I first started my company, which I help people with their finances and investing, and when things were kind of rough and getting getting the business started, at times it was really easy for me to focus on the transaction. You know, can I get this sale? Can I, I, I need to make more money. Sometimes not really focusing on, well, what is absolutely best for that client? And so, <clears throat> what God has shown me is that his love for me is so great and I can trust it to such an extent that he's going to provide for every need that I have. That's a done deal. I can completely trust him. He's going to do every time, whether I have a little or a lot, he's going to do what is in my best interest, which frees me up to do what is in the best interest of my clients. And I can't tell you how freeing that has been. So I don't really have a marketing plan. I don't have a sales plan. Uh, I'm not good at sales anyway. <laughs> and, and like who really wants to be sold anything, right? So my focus with my business is to live out God's word. That's really my business plan, to live out God's word through my business in a variety of ways, but one of the big ways is that for every person that comes to me and wants help or for every client of mine that's an existing client, I want to get to know them. I want to uh, get to understand what's important to them and to serve them to do what's in their best interest. And um, I can't tell you how 
my business has exploded since I've really committed it to God. It's his business. And, um, and I've really taken that approach that I'm not trying to sell people anything. And I recently had a client that was, I was talking to that was a bit, um, defensive. And I told him, I said, you know what? I am not trying to sell you anything. Uh, I want you to know that I'm not trying to sell you anything. I want to understand your situation. I want to do what's in your best interest. If that involves me selling uh, and making more money on this, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. And that has been so freeing to me to know that I don't have to deal with all the stress and the anxiety and the worry of, is there going to be enough? And God has been so faithful. And so, um, so, um, and when you think about these, this, this lifestyle of sacrificial love, and you think about the two greatest commandments that I read, loving God and loving others, isn't that really the end game, God's end game for us anyway, making us, making our lives reflect more of Christ by loving him and loving others. And as we do that, as we're able to do that, that should really dominate our every day. As we love God, looking for opportunities, whether it's in business, whatever the situation is, how can we more effectively love? And as we do that, I believe that we're going to see great transformation occurring around us in our own lives, in our families, in our communities, and in our businesses. And so um, let me thank you for your time and let me pray. Lord, we just thank you for uh, your great, amazing love for us. It, 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 it's a love that allowed you to send um, your son to the cross. And yet it's sometimes hard for us to really trust that love, to really believe that we could be loved in such a great, great way. But Lord, if we've, if we've, um, if we've placed our faith in you and, and we're trusting you for our futures, Lord, you say that we are in a covenant relationship with you. You're going to provide everything that we need, God. And so I pray that for everyone who's listening, that they would become so secure and so confident in God's love that it would empower them to live a life of, of self sacrificial love and, and of that lifestyle, Lord. And as we do, as you grow us in that way, may you use us so powerfully to bring transformation to so many lives, to communities and businesses beyond anything that we can imagine. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.